Welcome to Eerie Query, the podcast where we explore weird questions, creepy stories, and everything in between. I'm Allie Lended, and I'm here with... I'm Jordan Graham. And I'm Brianna Brubaker. So, this is our first episode. We've been talking about this for literally years. Yeah. I'm very excited. I'm very excited to be here. Not I. Not Jordan. No. We forced. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm very, very excited. (laughs) Um, Who wants to talk about who they are? A little about you. Um, I guess I can start out. Mm -hmm. Um, My name is um, Jordan Grimm, as previously stated. I am a... um, makeup artist who lives here in Columbus with my two besties. Um, I have always had an obsession with the paranormal since a very, very young age, starting with um, my mother who has always just had a ton of experiences and our love of sitting on the couch and watching Sylvia Brown, who wrongly predicted her own death. It was still good television. Always. So would never miss a week of it. So yeah, we've just, whether it's, you know, experiences or just indulging in supernatural fiction or um, televised drama, mm-hmm. I'm all about it. What about you, Brie? I'm Brie. I am a scientist also here in Ooh. Columbus with my besties. <laughs> I guess um, I've always been interested in the paranormal Um, but I am also a scientist, so, um, (laughs) I do get bullied a little bit (laughs) in the lab. Um, I did make everybody give me their zodiac signs, all Mm -hmm. their big three, just so I knew what kind of day we were going to have and how to balance my team. I think I've been doing okay, but I think a lot of my interest peaked when I met y'all. Like I was always interested in supernatural fiction and stuff. Um, but you know, didn't get the opportunity to explore it as much. I'm also a coward, so I <laughs> like that you guys drag me along <laughs> for stuff because normally I'd just be like, no, fuck that, and uh, turn around. So <laughs> yeah. thanks for making me uh, not look the other way, I guess. <laughs> what about you, Allie? Allie. Um, I'm Allie London. I'm a teacher. I teach high school. And the best part of that is getting to ask a ton of people, like a hundred new people a year, like, what's your creepiest story? Mm. I love that. I love my favorite thing. One of my favorite things at parties is going up to people and learning their weird stories. (laughs) That is my favorite thing to watch you do to people. (laughs) I'm just like, tell me, tell me the strange things that have happened to you. Tell me what you question daily, um, <laughs> which is feels a little bit uh, uh, emotionally like over the top, but I love it. Mm. Um, I love creepy things. I often find myself doing things where I'm like, this is how every white girl dies in a horror movie. <laughs> um, like I climbed a mountain before a night or snuck into a graveyard or talk to the things and and recorded at my haunted childhood home (laughs) like a lot of the things I do I in the middle I'm like ooh, if this were a tv show I would not make it out of here Uh, but luckily I have so far knock on wood and 
I'm just excited to talk to you guys about weird shit. Mm-hmm. I love it. And force Brie to confront. <laughs> well, here's yes. the thing that I love is that uh-huh. her bravado is real. My bravado is to impress <laughs> chicks. So, like... <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm big, bad, and brave. And if it's people, fine. But, like, as soon as it's, like, oh, something bad in this house, <laughs> confirmed by a ghost recording. No, no, <laughs> bitch, I'm out. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll kick indoors for you any day, but n- no. No ghosties. No ghosties. Uh, Especially no demons. Ghosties, fine. Yeah, no demons. No demons. And we all met in weird ways. Jordan and I met through a guy I was going to grad school with, had was roommates with Jordan. Yeah. And one day he was like, oh, you'll like, you'll like my roommate. Like, he, he's a little weird. Um, <laughs> True. <laughs> and then of course I did. And this, this roommate of mine once told me, he was like, oh yeah, they, they went and got a stick and poke tattoo of a ghost isn't that so stupid and i was like who like i need to be best friends with jordan i already like jordan but that was like the seal the deal moment and i kind of didn't burn that friendship but i definitely knew who i was prioritizing when i was like what the fuck that's the best tattoo i've heard of (laughs) i feel like we clicked very very quickly and i think sharing ghost stories was probably one of the earliest yeah encounters of that yeah yeah, from the start, and it, it's endless with you. Yeah, oh my god, I feel bad. It's not even just ghosts. If you you can say a word, and I'm gonna have some stupid rabbit hole. I'm gonna go down in my brain and just. I love that we yeah. can always learn something new about you every oh. single day. We're it's always a surprise. Yeah, mm. I've known you like over five years now. Yeah, and daily there are new things. Oh mm-hmm. my god. Mm-hmm. And then Bree and I, we met through Reddit. We did. Where all true loves meet. Honestly, mm-hmm. that is uh, how I found my soulmate. <laughs> Allie, to be clear. I'm just glad you found each other and not like an incel. Oh, God. Well, I mean, well, we did find... It was two did. incels that found oh, each other yeah. and hooked us up. Yeah, that sounds... Okay. That's not actually fair. I actually like one of them. What? True, true. Um, my ex and one of Bree's friends were looking to, my ex was looking to start a D&D group he DM'd for, and Bree's friend was looking to join one, and through those loose connections, we met. We met, and we dropped all everybody else, <laughs> and yeah. uh, Allie introduced me to Jordan. Mm-hmm. Jordan and I are roommates now. Yeah, we live together. And uh, it's a gay old time. Mm-hmm. I love it. Also, like, how gay is it to have friendships forged upon burnt bridges oh my yeah. gosh <laughs> Allie would say my bridges aren't burnt they're cut silently in the night I would say they're cut in the night and you take away the foundation like you brick by brick load them up and just leave so there's only bricks on their side and they're like what the fuck I swear <laughs> there was a bridge I swear there was a connecting point no. nothing is here I like that your metaphor for this gets longer every time <laughs> I think about it a fair amount <laughs> Just because you never know when am I going to cut you out. (laughs) And then mine, I'm very upfront. When I, when I get to that point, I feel like with people I love, it's harder because I like balance and kind of like, what way am I going to address this? But with people, when I get to a certain point, I'm like, fuck this, goodbye. And I tell them. Yeah. And then Jordan never gets to that point. So I feel like for me, my burnt bridges are, you know, like in the Thor movies when Heimdall opens the door and a rainbow shoots out <laughs> and you like 
Mine is whatever the opposite of that is. Mm. It's like you open a door and it's like a, now a descent into hell. So. I see it just as you get like sucked into the abyss. Like, you, like yeah. you wave and then there's just, now that everybody has gotten to know us intimately, intimately. And I believe that it's time for my favorite section that is going to become habit. That was probably a weird way to phrase it, but <laughs> here's my favorite section. I find that the best way to get to know people isn't to ask them about how many siblings they have or what their favorite pet is, because everybody asks them that. Mm-hmm. You got to ask them something weird and off the wall, mm-hmm. and it will tell you something mm-hmm. about them. It might tell you that they're an asshole and they won't <laughs> participate in your stupid game. This is true investigative journalism at yeah, its finest. Truly. Yeah. But I feel like these questions really get to the heart of who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, my question of the day, my eerie query, as it were, <laughs> oh. is, Allie, oh God. if you were a fruit, yes. what would you be and why? I feel like I'm at the most pressure of a job interview I've ever had. This was a job interview question. Okay. Oh, I've asked this in interviews. Okay. Well, I think I won't hire bananas. So I'm not a banana for sure. Too phallic. (laughs) (laughs) No bananas here. No bananas here. (laughs) Make sure Jordan's not. No, I'm definitely not. I already know Jordan's not. Maybe. I think I would be a mango. Ooh. Because in this bright circumstances, It's very ripe. It's great. It has a hard inside. Mm -hmm. But also, like, not everyone's cup of tea, and that's cool. A little fishy. A a little, like, slimy, and people... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Allie's fishy mango alone. I'm so sorry. It just was there. (laughs) I don't think I've ever thought of a mango as fishy, but we'll let that rest. Only Allie's. (laughs) Yeah, Allie's mango. Oh, Lord. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like is that it's a great thing if that's your thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean okay. Yeah. yeah, I could I could see that. I could see that. Mm. What's your thing, Jordan? Okay. Um I'm gonna take I'm I'm taking a swing here. Because mm-hmm. it's a question I've thought about and I've never really felt like I've had the right answer, so I'm kind of feeling one out and then we might have to <laughs> re-ask this question at some point this query when we get to know ourselves better yeah so maybe after therapy re-ask me okay but like right now i've been kind of feeling like a pomegranate okay yeah because like it takes a lot of work to like get inside of it (laughs) and when you do open it there's like a ton of like weird unedible shit (laughs) um so you kind of have to put in the work Get past the shit you can't eat, which is weird because everyone knows I'm delicious. <laughs> so, edible is not a word you think of when you think of me. But um, then there, but there, there's all these seeds, and the seeds, while they're such a pain to get to, once you actually mm. get to, they can be used for so many things, mm-hmm. and they're so delicious. So I feel like I just take a lot of work. I, I can see that. Yeah. I, I don't disagree. Also, like. It looks kind of like blood when you yeah. hold the pomegranate seeds for too long. And like, I'm also full of blood. I, it's true. <laughs> I just, I want our listeners to know that Jordan 
it was a very thoughtful answer, but you keep looking at us intently, and all I can see right now is your shirt, which is an <laughs> Oreo that says, double stuff me, daddy. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I'm like, I love this sincere, but then I just keep looking up and down. <laughs> so... But Jordan's like, but I'm, I'm not edible. Double thumb me, daddy. <laughs> but okay, just to say, just to let you all know, Ali bought me this shirt <laughs> on my birthday. And so I've made it a point that anytime I see Allie in like kind of a private setting, like if we're having a sleepover or hang, like low key to wear my double stuff me daddy t shirt. <laughs> It's true. It, it comes out quite often. Oh, you have to here. be punished for bringing it into our lives. You brought this in the world. It was like Pandora's box. Now it's for your eyes only. I think it called to you through me. <laughs> sure. Put Human the blame on said, me for a year. Jordan. You, you found this shirt. <laughs> you were on Google typing in double yes, stuff me. That's how I found God it. God knows what. That's how I found it. And saw the shirt and was like, hmm, I bet I could scapegoat Jordan. <laughs> oh, Allie has monstrous Etsy, Etsy shirts. No, emphasis on no. the monster. Et- mm. <laughs> Etsy recommendations. There's a mm. wild difference mm. here. Not searches. Yeah. Recommendations don't come from anywhere. <laughs> and- Brie. Yes. Brianna, not Brianna. Brianna, not Brianna, but Brie like the cheese. But Brie like the cheese. Brie, yeah. what fruit would you be? I knew it would come to this, this question to me. All right. Um, I would be a watermelon. Kind of a hard exterior, but like flashy. Not not like unassuming. Um, and then you get a little bit, there's like this little bitter thin layer. Thin layer. Mm-hmm. And then a really... Really soft and sweet center, <laughs> which is fucking bullshit, but it's true. As much as okay. I like to pretend my tough exterior, it, all it takes is you throwing me from the rooftop, and you'll see. <laughs> then you'll see I am soft and squishy. You yes. also do not thrive Probably in the don't... winter. What? You also do not thrive in the winter. <laughs> do not thrive in the winter. Or Ohio. I will yeah. say Ohio watermelons are acceptable. Uh-huh. But not quite sufficient. Mm-hmm. Like, not like a Texas watermelon, I gotta mm-hmm. say. It ain't the same. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm doing yeah. okay here. It's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Bree's the only one not from Ohio, but ended up here. That's true. I am not mm-hmm. from Ohio. Yeah. I do and take yet... four times the amount of vitamin D as anybody that lives up here. Yes. <laughs> as you should. Yes. <laughs> I don't think I've craved a sunburn like this in years, but it's fine. I just got, it's not worth it. I just want to cook, baby. Oh my gosh. Just like that grilled watermelon. You gotta stop with the watermelon. That's <laughs> too much. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> you know, what a girl. I'm too gay for this shit. <laughs> Yeah, and also a funny thing when I first met these two, Jordan was introduced to me as a... What were you introduced to me as? Beautiful. Oh, no, it wasn't you. Didn't I'm you so sorry. my gay roommate? My gay roommates. Yeah. That threw me off for a while. Yeah. And then Brie introduced herself to me as straight. I did not introduce... I didn't go, <laughs> hello, Allie, I am a straight person. <laughs> Allie 
and her drunk ass at a party was like, everybody line up and tell me your sexuality. I have to know. And, and I have not again, and I will not again. It's fair. But, <laughs> but I think, I think you were already on to something, yes. and you were just trying to get me to admit it. And it wasn't until Jordan's D&D campaign where he made Ooh. a buff sword lady, and I was playing a character that was basically myself, that I was like, oh, not everybody wants to kiss their friends. Mm. Listen, there's not oh. a detective with enough red thread in this world to chart out the sexuality of our friend groups. Oh, Lord, no. The ever-shifting. Yeah. So. As it should be. I don't know. Right now, I feel like it's just a straight line. It's just gay. Yeah, yeah. Queer. Queer adjacent. Uh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I use those interchangeably. Oh, same, yeah, same, yeah. yeah. Solid. I wouldn't have it any other way. Same. Same. So, so we've covered the query and the weird, but yeah, I'm ready to be scared. Me too. Always. <laughs> what are your relationships with spooky, creepy, weird, whatever you might want to call it? The eerie. I have a few. Um, I think I first like had paranormal or like experiences with the abnormal. Mm -hmm. Um, I started having these weird that felt different. Mm -hmm. I started having these dreams that would come true. And it would be like maybe a week, maybe two years, but anytime I had one of these dreams, it came true. I had some really like low key ones. Like I was like, oh, I'm gonna trip on stage. And I tripped on stage and I was like, that's stupid. Like that can happen <laughs> to anybody. So I've always been a skeptic. Mm -hmm. But um, there was this one time where I had a dream that I pulled over into a parking lot of a specific church on my way mm -hmm. to school. And I called my friend in my physics class and I was like, hey, I'm gonna be late to class. I just got in a car accident. And that was it, that was the whole thing. Mm -hmm. So I got in my car, I wasn't texting and driving specifically because, I mean, I was a stupid idiot, but I was like, mm -hmm. this is the one time I'm not yeah. gonna text and drive. Um, and it's lucky that I wasn't mm -hmm. because I was going down the street towards my school, which is like an old country road. And my brake fluid went out, it like mm -hmm. froze. It was cold and it froze. And so I see this car stop from pretty far away and I slammed on my brakes. It didn't work. My emergency brake didn't work. Um, and I just barely hit the end, mm -hmm. the back of this Beamer, mm -hmm. which chipped the paint. It was a whole deal. Of course. I followed him mm -hmm. and he pulled into this church parking lot and I was late for physics. Mm -hmm. So I called my friend Charles and I was like, Hey, I'm late for class. Please let our teacher know. And, um, I guess the cool thing about this dream is that if I hadn't been paying attention and slamming on the brakes when I started at like a hundred yards away, mm -hmm. I would have killed his kid in the backseat. Yeah. So it was like lucky. Yeah. But scary. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. so yeah, that's my, my main, like maybe first iteration. Mm -hmm. So my personal obsession with the paranormal began at a really young age. So I'm actually going to credit it to, um, so I grew up a military brat and, um, I moved to Louisiana from a very young age. Um, not only does Louisiana just kind of have a culture mm -hmm. of like, um, a lot of kind of, um, eccentric, eccentric, 
Esotericism? Yeah. Um, not only does Louisiana just have, like, kind of a um, esoteric kind of vibe mm-hmm. to it, so you get exposed to stuff kind of young, but when I was a kid, uh, my parents would always rent horror movies. <laughs> so I lived in a trailer park, and if you've ever, like, lived or been in a trailer... You will have, like, a living room, typically, when you first walk in, and then there's a long hallway, and every, you know, bedroom will just be kind of across from each other. So my parents will put on a either scary or Mm -hmm. comedy movie, but of course the scary ones are my favorite. Mm -hmm. So I would slip out of my bed at, like, four years old, and I would go, and I would sit with, like, half of my face out (laughs) of my bedroom, and I would secretly watch oh my all of the horror movies that they would watch. And I think at a young age, I just, like, loved it. Because, like, um, the thing with horror movies is not only are they scary, but they tend to, like, build this atmosphere of, like, fantasy mm-hmm. around them. And I think that's where I just kind of really became obsessed with it. And um, I think kind of desired to find that feeling a little mm-hmm. bit in real life. Um, so I had always been really open-minded and hopeful to, like, hauntings and stuff like that. Um, but I did have quite a lot of experiences throughout my life. I won't get into too many of them. Um, my mom is a, um, self-proclaimed psychic, so take that as you will. (laughs) Um, but she does have very uncanny knowledge of things, whether it's spirits or just, like, Anything I was ever doing, she, like, knew before I would do it. Made it hard to get away with stuff, (laughs) I guess, except for sneaking in watching movies. Um, Yeah, I'll have some stories for you all later of some personal experiences, but the first one, I just my earliest that I remember is I remember my great-grandmother dying um, when I was very, very young. I want to say, like, maybe... So I just moved back to Ohio, so I had to have been, like, eight or nine Um, so she would have been near a hundred years old. And when she had died, I remember all of my family came to my grandmother's house and they were just kind of all of my, my aunts and all of my uncles were just kind of deciding like what they were going to do to plan the funeral. And, um, I was standing next to my mother and while they were all talking about, um, how my great grandma is like no longer there and like what their plans were going to be for like all of her things because all of my family lived in these really old houses, and they were mm-hmm. all, like, in a plot of land, like, right in the same area. Um, but I just remember pulling on my own shirt and being like, Mom, Mom, why is everyone talking about great-grandma? Like, she's gone. She's just standing right next to Grandpa. And I kept saying it. My mom's like, shut up. Shut <laughs> up. I, like, very specifically remember being like, Stop! <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then kind of ironically, um, my mom has the exact same memory where her first experience, um, Mm. with, uh, seeing a spirit was her grandmother dying Mm. and it was during the funeral planning. So just kind of a weird coincidence, Mm -hmm. but it seems like like really strong ancestral ties then. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. So yeah, kind of interesting. Um, what about you, Allie? Yeah, I I have a similar childhood where I have a lot of stories that I'll save uh, mainly from one house I grew up in um, that my family still owns, which is 
incredibly shocking to me um, that we have not moved out of this house to this day. Um, but my family has a lot of ties to it. So growing up, um, we owned houses on an OSU campus. And I remember when I was really little going to the big greenhouse on Indianola. Now it's painted blue and has some like fucking ski board attached to it. Like it looks so oh, bad. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yes. yeah, I know the house. <laughs> yes. So that's the first house I lived in. Mm-hmm. And so in that house, um, we would rent it out. We lived in just a little north of uh, Columbus after I turned four. Um, we would rent it out and all the renters would get so pissed because the ghosts there would always turn on the water and they'd get mad because their water bill was so high. And I remember um, my mom, we always called him Marty. It was the ghost there. And I just remember the image of him like just chilling on the steps. Like he was very nice. He just pissed everyone off by running up their water bills. And so my parents, when they rented it, they would never include water in the rent. (laughs) Because if people weren't home enough to turn off that water, Marty would cost them like a hundred bucks more. Like, (laughs) Um, but... My mom, similarly, my dad, when I was in early elementary school, would travel up to five days a week. Um, He was a businessman. And so my mom was a stay-at-home mom. And she loves creepy things, but is very afraid of creepy things. (laughs) So in elementary school, she would watch these movies that came on the TV um, and then get so scared she'd make us watch them with her. And I remember I saw Poltergeist. I think I was in second grade. What's one of my earliest too? Yes! And that one stayed with me. And my mom is such a wonderful mom. Except at night. (gasps) When my mom is asleep, there's nothing that can wake that woman or make her care. And so I I would go in like crying and be like, mom, mom, you have to wake up. I can't like, this is absolutely horrible. Um, And she'd be like, oh, it's fine. Go back to bed. Like that woman (laughs) would not move. Um, And you both know my mom, like that's not who she is. (laughs) Um, So I remember I would stay up to like three in the morning, so scared, but then I thought I learned it was so fun to be the one scaring. Mm. I have a little sister four years younger than me. Hey, so-so. Um, <laughs> and I terrorized her because when I couldn't sleep, I get that energy. And I'm like, I want to make someone else creeped mm-hmm. out, not me. So I would, we had, we shared a room growing up and I would go like look over her and like just talk to her and she'd be like, Allie, go to bed. And I'd be like, Allie's not here. And she'd be like, Allie, stop. I'm so upset. And I'd be like, Allie's not here. Only demons are here. I would have punched you. (laughs) And then I I would would. crab walk (laughs) across the floor or do weird eye and like contortion things because I, I just needed like somewhere to put my energy there's Adderall for that. <laughs> that was a discovery over 20 years after. <laughs> um, but I just, those were such bonding times with my mom and then the fun of scaring a little sister. And to be fair, I have an older sister who tormented me just as much. Um, I would say worse. <laughs> my little sister wouldn't say that, but I definitely would. Um, so it was... Scared, become the monster. Become the monster. Embrace yeah. that middle child chaotic energy. I love that. I love that your moms were both like 
it's scary movie time. And meanwhile, my mom was like, I saw an ad for a scary movie and you have to sleep with me now. <laughs> Six months. My oh dad my would be like, um, he worked overseas a lot. So mm-hmm. he'd be out for months at a time. And if my mom, God forbid, she mm-hmm. saw a commercial on at night, <laughs> I'd have to go sit and keep her company. Oh my. So it's no wonder that I'm scared. Mm-hmm. That's funny because that's how my older sister was. Mm-hmm. She watched The Grudge. And I had to open the shower and check that no one was in there for over six months for her. And she's five years older. But then, okay, but then to get back at the shit she did, I had long and I have brown hair. It used to be straight. I would put it over my eyes and creep around corners. Um, was my kind of vengeance for having to be the one to check showers and stay you in her room. vengeance, but you kind of sound like the problem. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with that. <laughs> Kind of an interesting story before we depart mm-hmm. here. Um, you, Ali, you did mention that um, you had lived in that, that town that you had lived in mm-hmm. with a house with a ghost party who would play with the water. Yeah. What's so interesting um, is Ali and I have had paranormal experiences together. Yeah. And one of them was actually in that town uh, many years later. And it also involved water, strangely. Um, you'll remember when I start telling the story. Yeah. But, um... So, Allie and I, around the fall, would like to take walks, because, like, um, the part of mm-hmm. town, it just, it's really beautiful in the fall. It's just a bunch of, like, old houses, mm-hmm. and um, Allie used to work really close to where I lived. Yeah. So, she was just within walking distance. And there was, so, I used to work third shift, and um, I would take the bus home. And when I was running, walking home from the bus, mm-hmm. I had quite a walk through this old neighborhood, and there was many different ways I would take home in it. I would swear to God, I would see only when it would rain, there was a house and it had a, um, it had been split into a duplex. So there was an outdoor staircase that had been an addition onto the house leading up. And whenever it would rain, I would see this little girl, um, hiding out underneath the staircase. And I'm like, that is so strange. Like, I'm going to, this is like freaking four in the morning. Like, I'm going to call CPS because, like, why is she always out here? And then um, one day I realized that, because she never paid any attention to me, but, like, I would look and I would, like, try and say, like, hey, are you okay? Or something like that. But one day I caught her attention Mm -hmm. and I was like, hey, are you okay? And she just looked at me and smiled. And I was like, oh, no, I'm getting out of here, <laughs> leaving. Um, but Allie and I were on a walk one day, and I was telling her that I want to show her this house where I had this weird mm-hmm. experience, and if it's just, like, in my head or if it was actually a little girl and I should have called CPS. But Allie was like, I could not find it. Like, I just felt mm-hmm. lost. And I think it was just because we were just having too much fun, like, talking. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, I forget. And I'm like, wait, I have no clue where it is. And then Allie was like, isn't it this, is it this house right here? And I turned around and it was the exact house (laughs) that I always had this experience at. It was very, very unsettling. Yeah, because that's a house 
I, and I had never told Jordan this, um, my sister lived on that block. Uh My sister was about three houses down. Um, and so every time that's a one way street, you have to go by it or parking shit on campus. So you have to walk. Um, and I would never look at that backyard because it's like, it's like one of those places that like sucks the like color out of it. And it's Mm -hmm. just so dark. Yeah. And so we we had been walking for well over an hour, and yeah. I was like, wait, it fucking has to be this place. Because I just, I do not look there if I do not have to. That's that's generally my approach. Is yeah. like, I don't know why you engage. If I see a child at four o'clock in the morning, that's none of my damn business. <laughs> that's none of my business. Like, obviously, if they're running around screaming, asking for yeah. help, that's one thing. There's a kid crawling around under the stairs. No. Mm-mm. Mm. That's mm. next. Next. <laughs> Fair. And I was wearing 100% polyester, which <laughs> does not breathe. If I had to run, my corpse would be dank when someone found me. You would have been the... What was my work and uniform? And little tracky bees. Yes. Oh, God. I love that. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're not dead. Yes. Thank you. Or am I? You're, you're definitely not. You're the reason I put runes on all my doormats. <laughs> oh, yes. true. Yeah, Brie made me promise I wouldn't bring something haunted because I had a haunted cat fountain, <laughs> which I really wanted to bring, but instead I donated it to a charity mm-hmm. and I made them insist that it was labeled as haunted to sell it to make sure it would bring in as much traffic What charity? Um, it is with a, um, I think it's with Colony Cats. Yeah, okay. I was say, it sounds like a... Yeah, it was a, for an animal shelter. One. I didn't know that was an option to be like, make sure you say this is haunted. So luckily the person I donated it to, mm-hmm. his sister, like, runs the auctions mm. for it. So I had, like, an in. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm going to sell all my goods now. I'm going to take stuff yeah. to Plato's Closet and be like, have my haunted t-shirt. It'll get you $20. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. If you Double go... stuff me, daddy. 20 bucks. Haunted. <laughs> haunted. Haunted by my sins. <laughs> mm. Just the way of it. <laughs> That's drama for my therapist. Thanks. <laughs> well, thank you all for listening. Um, come back for like a real episode. And more stupid questions. As always. I have plenty. And share your answers. Yes. We yeah. want to hear them. I want to know. And I'm mm-hmm. going to make judgment calls on you based on them. Absolutely. No bananas here. I mean, if you're a listener, you can be a banana. I'm just going to rib you a little bit. You got to be an overly ripe banana. Ribbed banana. A ribbed overly ripe <laughs> banana. Well... <laughs> what we're saying is at the end of the day we're all just a bunch of freaks damn what a closure <laughs> what closure <laughs> play us out Tony